Good evening, Moira Boisai. We are Beisar Hashem, continuing along here, Perek Hay, and this dialogue between the Nefesh and the Seichel. And the Seichel is making sure that the Nefesh is up to the task, so he's really putting it through the ringer. And he's asking all sorts of questions to make sure that he knows what he's up against. That uh, not just, oh yeah, I want to be a good Jew, I want to do what Hashem wants me to do. He says you have to really want it, and you have to be willing to go through what it's going to take. That's, that's what it is. Just saw somebody, uh, someone from an institution sent an email today that he saw a, uh, a uh, sign outside a gym. Something to the effect of, difficult? Yes. Worth it? Absolutely. And it's the same thing with everybody, with everything. Person wants to become healthy and he wants to lose 50 pounds. He's going to go to the gym. He has to really want it with a passion that that's what he wants to get to the end goal. And if he really wants it with a passion, then if he goes through that rigorous exercises that it's going to take, then he'll be successful. Now the same is true over here. The Chavos gave us his own Marshall, the marshal of a person who is physically ill, and he's going to have to do things which are difficult to be able to get his health back. So we continue along. He says, I'm not really sure, you're, you're confusing me. How do I know really if I really want it with a passion, or I'm a little bit uh, weak on, on that resolve? How do I know? So I'm I'll tell you how you know. If you are abundantly clear of the amount that you're really obligated to pay Hashem back for all of the goodness that you receive. And you're also crystal clear that it is very difficult, you'll come up short-handed to be able to pay Hashem back. And the more you weaken your resolve, you weaken your maizim, then that's your downfall. But the more effort you put in is that's where you'll be saved and that's where you'll have your eternal life. Then kaspech emes vechovtsech nochutz. If you really know it's clear, and you know that it's a tall order, but I am obligated, and I know I must do what Hashem wants me to do, and inasmuch as I know that it's almost impossible for a human being to pay back Hashem, but yet we still have to try. If that's clear to you, and you know that it, your success or failure is dependent on knowing that clearly or not, then you're in. Then your passion is true. Vim but if not, who sheker? Then you're fooling yourself. As he gave the marshal, you're fooling yourself, you're fooling your teacher. You're fooling yourself, you're fooling the doctor. So you're wasting his time, and it's only going to be worse for you. Omran Nefesh. So the Nefesh says, okay. Truth is, it hasn't waned from me. It hasn't been weak by me from the time that you, Mr. Seichel, 
have aroused me through your Ha'ara Ha'teria, which was the other point of uh, of looking at how we motivate ourselves to do Avedah I remember the first shmuz that you gave, your first lectures, which are the first few prokim over here in Avedah Salikim, that the Torah demands from a person, it behooves the person to serve Hashem properly. And from there he says, I was mechazing myself from that, I strengthened my resolve from there. At barley, it became clear to me. Everything you mentioned to me then, from the Divrei Chachma, from the Divrei Torah, different proofs from the Torah. One, one uh, amazing proof that Chavazavavas gave us a few program ago, Perigimel, I believe it was, that we see that the obligation that a Kayan has to do 24 Avedis in the Beis Hamidosh is because he's entitled to 24 gifts from Klal Yisrael. We have in this week's Parsha, Parsha Shevtim, the gifts to the Kayan, the Zeroya, the Lachayayim, the Keva, Truma, Bukhar, 24 in total. And Rav says, we think, well, since we are giving him so many that since he uh, does so much service in the in the Beis Hamikdash, so he's entitled to gifts. Chavazavavah says it's the opposite. Since he gets so many gifts, that obligates him to do more. So he brought a few ideas like that, and says the Nefesh, I already was inspired by those speeches, by those lectures. And then also what my seichel tells me that I have to do. Now my passion is really true. I have a longing for it. I have a desire for it. If what you're saying is true, so first thing is, that you're ready to take on this challenge of the healing process. You're ready to take some bitter pills, some bitter medication. It has an awful taste. But you can't do that yet. Not just yet. Oh, first, sir, you have to stop with your bad habits of the terrible food you're eating. And a very simple motion that we know. Person comes, Leolenu, to the doctor. And doctor takes a look at his lungs. He says, oh, terrible, you have lung cancer. He says, really, doc, could you do something about it? Well, you know, there is this some treatment. It's not going to be so, not a lot of fun, a lot of treatment. And he says, all right, so I need you to come in. We'll start it next week, Okay. What are you going to do for now the next week? He says, well, I usually do a pack a day. <laughs> a pack a day? He says, you're trying to get healed from this that made you sick and you're still, you're still smoking a pack a day. First, you got to stop that. Then we can start on the healing. So that's what the Seichel tells the Nevesh. First thing you got to do is you have to stop eating this awful food that's making you ill. That's the marshal. Omra Nevesh, the Nevesh says, what do you mean by that? What's the nimshal? What do you mean? What bad foods am I eating? 
What is this bad food that I am eating that's giving me all of these problems? These are bad midas. These are terrible habits, terrible traits that have been with you from the beginning. And they have gotten stronger and stronger. They started sort of tame and quiet in the beginning. But as you went on in life, as the years went on, these bad midas became stronger and stronger. And the truth is, because if a person never addresses his bad midas, they only increase worse and worse. They become more and more a part of him. And it's much harder to change them. It's the whole avoid of, of Musr. But if a person never engaged it, never even thought about it, that he has to change these midas, and that just as the Rambam writes in Ilkhas Tshuva, just that one has to do Tshuva on Averis of Maisim, whether he stole, or whether he talked by davening, or he's Mechal Shabbos, so too he has to do Tshuva on midas, midas, Roy's bad midas. So, says the Seichel, these are the midas from the time of your original initial development. These midas have gotten stronger and stronger upon you. Which one do you mean in particular? Which midah rod do you mean particularly? Do you mean just the, the, the whole slew of them? Or you mean one particularly? And what are these things that seem to give it strength? So, Omra, Omra Seichel, says the Seichel, Hamidis Hamagun Shabach Rabbis. Boy, this, this, this nefesh by now better have thick skin. Because he's being pounded by the Seichel. He says, the bad midas that you have are many. They're numerous. God, it'll take me days to get, list all of them for you. But the root of them all are two bad midas. Wow. You boil it down to two. Alright, that doesn't seem so difficult. Yes, there are many bad midas of how a person behaves between him and himself, between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, between him and other people. It could all be bad midas in that. But there are two key midas that are the root of all the bad midas. Achas and one of them is Ahavas Ha'anois Ha'gufios Bodily pleasures our animalistic desires. Things that we desire that make us feel good physically. Physical pleasures, eating, drinking, relationships, ushart all other things that we pamper our goof with. You know where you got this from? He says it so so poetically. He's talking to the nefesh. The nefesh is the neshama. He says, neshama, you know where you got these bad midas from? From your bad neighbor. Who's the bad neighbor? The hugufech, your body. A person is comprised of a neshama and a guf. We come in a couple of weeks to be saying slichis. 
Hanishamaloch Vaguf Shaloch. We say Hashem, listen, you created my Nishama, it's yours, and you created my goof also. Khusa Alamaloch. We say take pity. Take pity on the effort that you put in to create me and my body and my soul, the nefesh and the goof. We know that. And we try to use it as an excuse. But when we're ready to work on it, we say, listen, it's true. Every person has an animalistic side to him. Every person has a goof that he has to deal with. But Hashem gave us a nefesh that either the nefesh could be in the driver's seat or the goof could be in the driver's seat. So a person who sort of never kept it in check, and he just, whatever food he saw, boom, he ate it. Didn't care about, forget about watching his weight, watching if it's healthy or not. Forget about that. But even some, everything he eats, it's healthy, everything, he's, he's not getting overweight from it. But it, it, it's unending. It's without a, a thinking, do I need this, do I not need this? Should I have this, should I not have this? And then that just fosters more and more of that I need this, so I, I'm going to get it. And I won't stop at anything because a person gets used to it because the gets accustomed to it. So that's the physical pleasures. That's number one. And the second Mida, that's the root of all bad Midas. The first one came from the goof. The first one came from this desire to have physical pleasures. The second is more sublime. It's more spiritual. Is a Havas Hasrora. The love for being put on a pedestal. The love for recognition. The Hagadula, greatness. The Hageus, Vagaivus, pride and haughtiness and gaiva. The hagavus va'akina. Interesting, he throws in kina, jealousy. But it seems to stem from this, that I want more things because it makes me greater and it makes me feel better. This, that a person wants to have covered, have, wants to have respect and recognition. We're not talking about just, just respect as a human being. But he wants to be uh, showered with praise, and he wants to always be the the first to, to get things. He wants to always be the center of attention. That is what minimizes him to doing what he has to do for the balatayv, to do it for Hashem. What he has to do back to Hashem. Where does this come from? This comes from your friendly neighbors. Asher his gadalt beneim. Who comes from all the people around you who thought they were doing you the biggest favor by saying you're great and you're unbelievable and you do this terrific. And the truth is it's not their fault. There's a famous idea that there's no lefneiva by midas. We'll have to discuss it. We don't have time tonight to discuss it. But the idea is that from everybody singing your praises and you loved it and you fostered it and you asked for more. That's the second area that has to be worked on. So those are the two, the desire for physical pleasures and the the great Ava, the love for getting praise and respect and gaiva, arrogance and pride is the second. We'll see how he develops it further and how we get to change that. Agutanach.